0: Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design Podcast, where we take bite sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite sized episodes. What's up, Design Family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design Podcast. Where we take bite sized pieces of the fit design content you know and love and break it down for you into easy to understand bite sized episodes. On today's Fit Byte, we'll be covering and looking at the biggest problems young fashion designers and entrepreneurs are facing today in today's digital age. We'll be looking at three key components that have to do with this sort of transition that we've done over the last 20, 30 years, where we've moved more and more into the digital space. Well, what are they? Basically, I'll be pulling in from my experience as a creative director and as a fashion designer working in the field over the last five years, and I'll be giving you guys my tips and tricks on how to overcome these issues so you can move forward stronger than ever and create a value and a sense of identity for yourself in this crazy world that we live in. Getting right into the episode, number one is going to be a lack of hand sketching ability. We live in a digital day and age where we have so many digital tools at our fingertips, but I feel like a lot of designers and entrepreneurs have lost that analog ability, the ability to communicate their ideas using good old fashioned pen and paper. There's no point in being the most creative fashion designer if you're unable to actually share your ideas in a visual way with the world. The way that we communicate as designers is visually. Being able to translate the thoughts in your head and put them in a concrete format is an essential step in the creation process. Why I love being able to hand sketch is not only being able to completely communicate, but it's also a form of brainstorming. Whereas most, Businesses and most colleges are focusing on the digital tools. Designers come out of college knowing how to draft 2D flats using Adobe Illustrator. This sort of creates a closed-end loop where you're unable to think outside of the digital realm because a lot of the tools that you're using to brainstorm ideas, to put together ideas, are locked into this digital box. When you bring in your ability to create automatically using pen and paper, you open up the field and you really begin to be able to express yourself. Well, your issue might be, I don't know how to sketch, so how do I even get into that field? And I understand, I've been in your shoes before. I'm not particularly talented at sketching, but by being smart in mitigating or arbitraging the digital tools that I have available to me, I personally sketch on an iPad Pro using Procreate, but I still hand sketch on that platform. So I'm not using pen and paper, I'm sort of finding the perfect middle ground. Why I love a software like Procreate and a hardware like the Apple Pen and Procreate in general. Being able to use certain functions like the streamline function on the Apple Pencil when I'm using Procreate allows me to make my lines a lot more consistent and smooth. It takes away that natural jitter that you get, especially when you're starting off and your pen strokes aren't as comfortable. At the same time, being able to bring in reference images, tone down the opacity, trace over them, allows me to get more confidence, to be able to match perspectives, to be able to bring accessories in quickly. Also, being able to duplicate, to add symmetry lines that allow me to pretty much create a mockup in half the time. All of these are ways of enhancing my ability to just create more consistently. I cannot recommend implementing a iPad or a Wacom tablet into your workflow enough, but at its core, you need to become more proficient in communicating your ideas in visual ways. Number two is a lack of understanding of textiles and how they work. Look at a fashion design as a sort of cake. In a cake, you have multiple ingredients. You have the ingredient of the aesthetic design, you have an ingredient of the functionality, you have an ingredient of the construction, and ultimately you have an ingredient or one of the core ingredients, which is the textile used. This is the building block of any fashion piece. Most designers have little to no knowledge on textiles, and I get it. It's such a large and open space. Where do you start? Well, you start at the basics. You need to have a fundamental understanding of the different fiber families that are available, whether they're natural, synthetic or semi-synthetic. And then you need to look at the construction techniques used to weave or to knit these different fibers together. That's at the core then from there you can begin to build on your textile knowledge but start a step at a time why is this so important well i've seen so many different scenarios where designers create beautiful garments and they create garments that are extremely complex and nuanced and layered and they have different fabrics that they're supposed to be bringing into them but ask them what type of fabric that they're using what's the weight what's the construction what's the fiber type they're using they have no idea and believe me when i say these things have a huge impact in terms of the final outcome of your design don't take a textile understanding for granted we've done a ton of videos in the past that i highly recommend you check out we put a ton of playlists together that you can check so check the channel and learn all about textiles and take the initiative to push your knowledge forward number three is a fundamental lack of understanding of product construction and finishing look at a fashion piece as a building Just as we have the textile which sort of formulates the materials that are used in the building it's the steel it's the metal it's the wood the finishing and the seam construction types are the way that these ingredients or these pieces are put together and how the building is finished and how it's polished these are fundamental pieces that play into how your aesthetic design is going to be used and interacted with in the real world you need to learn two key categories you need to learn how seams are put together the different types of seams plain seams felt seams mock felt seams lap seams flat seams there's so many different seam types at your disposal and for us to go through them in this episode honestly you would be here from today till next week but just know that you need to do the investment to understand the different tools that are available to you in this digital age i think that as we move more and more and deeper into the digital space, those who are deeply rooted with a sort of connection into the physical world are going to continue to enhance and to create their value moving forward. Let's face it. Yes, we are going to have more use for digital things, but at the same time, as we move into that world, those who have an understanding of the physical realm that we live in are going to be able to create and are going to be able to produce the things that we need on a day-to-day basis. That was a tangent, but just understand that the finishing and the seam construction types are such a core part of every design. And it's something that you might overlook, something that you might not have thought of before. Just look at the t-shirt you're wearing or the pants that you're wearing. How are they finished at the hems? If they're finished in one way over, uh, over the other, the entire feel of the garment would be completely different. Something like my suit jacket. The end is finished with a beautiful blind catch stitch that creates a seamless look to the garment this is a mark of luxury versus something that's a bit more normal or mass market like a turned up hem with a double needle stitch. These things, they have such a strong impact on the finished garment. Don't take this for granted. Do the work, get involved, especially if fashion is something you're incredibly passionate about and you want to push your own practice and your own collection forward. Well guys, that is it, that is a wrap on this invite. To recap quickly, we identified the three key problems that most young fashion designers and entrepreneurs are facing today. Number one was a lack of being able to sketch and communicate ideas in an analog way. Two was a lack of understanding of textiles and how they work to enhance the designs that we create. And three is a fundamental lack of awareness towards product construction and finishing techniques. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review below. It really does help us out and it motivates us to keep creating more of these FitBite episodes. Also, if you want to hop on a one-on-one consultation call with me, let's just say you're looking to get into the business or you're facing an issue as you continue to try to scale your brand, definitely check the link on in the description and you can book a one-on-one call. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fitbite. Until next week's episode, stay awesome. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fitbite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.